like, piecemeal. Well, I mean, it's kind of like if you ever have to replace anything in a car, too. Yeah, I was going to say, like a four-cylinder car. You know, (laughs) where everything's besides oil or brakes, at least, where it's like you have to take everything else out of the way first. Yes. And then put it all back together. So you need to know how everything fits together to do one thing. Or it's like the switch light. You guys could be mad at me. I, but, I mean, that's a just a that consequence stuff. of anything that has to fit into as small a form factor as possible. That's right. Gonna be the case. They got it all crammed in there. It's not designed to move, be moved around. It's designed to be as efficient with the space as possible. Right. I was looking at yeah, my son's switch light. Not cars. I was looking at my son's switch light when he broke his uh, uh, right Joy-Con stick. I was looking to see if I could, you know, get in there and take the just switch the the thumbstick part and no, nope <laughs> I put the back cover right back on I was like nope and then I just prayed that Nintendo didn't notice I opened it up <laughs> when I sent it back to them to fix <laughs> but it was it was out of warranty anyway so it didn't matter I, f- I forgot it was out of warranty so I still had to pay for it pay for that yeah fix. I think about doing that myself trying to put some sticks in place and I've got my two original gray ones are just toast yeah, mine are too. Those I can those I can take apart and play around and fix. But actually, uh, I've the done that. Light. I've replaced the thumbsticks on those. But uh, oh no, I didn't on that one. But that's not what went. Uh, that's not went. That is not what went on that those Joy Cons. It was. Uh, <laughs> it would not connect anymore. Bluetooth or something decided to go on no. right Joy Cons or something like that. It just stopped connecting, out of out of nowhere. So, I'm, I haven't had a chance to look at it, figure it out. But it looks, I was kind of bummed because they were, they were, you know, they're the OG Switch Joy Cons I got with the system on day one, you know. So, wanted to see if I could make them last. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of a time where I replaced the the bottom screen in my DS light, and I got everything replaced, put back together, and then I didn't get it to hold charge anymore like it wouldn't charge afterwards yeah so i don't know if i was a little too rough disassembling it or what but something something came loose and every time i plug it up it wouldn't even register that it was plugged up yeah those ds lights so, were yeah, it's a good thing at the time were tough nope oh, go ahead yeah well they were cheap too uh, at the time i pulled apart a couple nintendo weave and because a lot of those, uh, the disk drive inside gets disk drive super... Is bad. <laughs> goes bad or it just gets dirty. So, yeah, yeah. Um, just going in and doing just a good cleaning on the inside fixes fixes those. So I've done that for a couple people that have had issues with their Wii. And, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I, I end up with more screws <laughs> after than when I started. And I, Wait, I don't know what? Where these go. <laughs> I have three left. Where where are those supposed to go? <laughs> just give the just yeah. give those to the people you were working on for. Them. I don't know where these go, but you can have these too. This I was the problem. The works the again. Touch. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Because I, all the Nintendo hardware I've ever bought, none of it is ever broken. Yeah, I've never had my own personal break until the that DS Lite that I that I worked on was one that I got at a yard sale. So it wasn't my personal one. I was trying to fix it and give it to one of my kids at the time. Uh, these Joy-Cons are the first thing that I've actually wore out myself. Yeah, same here. 
There is anything I, I had to like fix was my controllers own controllers have definitely worn over time, but that's more just like the control stick starts to feel a little loose. That's the N64. <laughs> well, I've done. Yeah. I, I mean, you made a GameCube one do that. Point, GameCube can, but I mean, it's Smash Bros. will destroy anything. And oh yeah. The yeah. fact that GameCube controllers still work after. I don't know. I still have a Wave Bird that I smashed all the time. Well, that's when we started really well, seeing I mean, the problem, it's, right? It's for the to Joy the Cons? point where it's like maybe it's just they're broken in, but like I have two newer GameCube controllers, one that I bought when Smash 4 came out, one that I bought when Ultimate came out, and there's just a noticeable difference. They're not as good a quality. Uh, I don't know, because I, I, I almost prefer, out of the four, for whatever reason, I and maybe it's just because it looks the coolest, but I prefer the Smash 4 <laughs> one. Yeah. It looks fancy. Well, and I got the Japanese version, too, which is white. Well, black. well, and I was trying to blaming Smash Ball logo. I was kind of blaming. Be better. I was kind yeah. of blaming a Smash Bros. Ultimate for the, you know, upswing of all the Joy-Con problems. Because when that after they came out, that's when we had more of the problems, wasn't it? More people reporting it. I mean, that might have just been coincidence based on the time that the Smash Bros. came out. Was the time that yeah, everyone's you know, about a year if in. There's a game that's going to wear your joysticks out. That's Smash Bros. Is it. Yeah, in between right, Well, that... I guess that would have been almost two years in. I bet a lot more people bought the system for Smash Bros. Well, I mean, like, True. I'm surprised I didn't have issues with my 3DS Circle Pad. Because I played quite a bit of Smash on it up until the Wii U right. version came out. Yep. That's a good point. Well, then that was a different style of... Uh, Thumbpad though, because it the style that it was built on, right? So, but I don't think did. those circle pads were the greatest either, though, like yeah. construction wise. And plus, you probably didn't use it as long as you did the Joy Cons. But there's some people who bought Joy Cons and they were already drifting like after a week. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and that's the thing with the drift too. I want just don't use my uh i don't use my joy con as much i'd say I and mean, especially nowadays like i play mostly docked and I'm right it's docked it's always pro controller yep. so the one exception is a couple of games that are better with joy con not in a grip um like arms okay or mario odyssey's one i was gonna say mario odyssey's yeah. my game that i do that with the most <laughs> my my joy cons have stopped staying connected to the actual system so when when plugged in like they don't they don't lock anymore um, and that's probably from my children pulling them out incorrectly mm, probably <laughs> broke the lock me mechanism yeah but, uh, because of that we can't really play it in handheld anymore because it will just constantly be trying to register the controllers as detached or attached yeah. you know the screen pops up and says press the A button with the controller you're playing and you just have to do that over and over and over again. You mean like this? I've like if you just a little bit of that. Pressing it's, on it and yeah, it comes it's out? Not, it's not as bad, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it'll sometimes I'll accidentally right. slide it up just a hair with like the yeah. bottom of my thumb or something and yep, that's that it. can desync it. You see the press, the I release button right there? I my head 
Just you go in to pick up. your switch up out of the dock, and it just stays in the dock, yep. and your Joy-Cons come up. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, mine's gotten so bad that, like, it, I, I have to hold it. <laughs> they do make uh, replacements for those uh, steel ones. For the rails? Uh, you just got to open up the yeah, Joy-Con and replace I, I've it. Tried... I've done that before. I, I have tried other Joy-Cons. So it, it is the actual Joy-Con itself, not the switches slide, which is nice. So right, yeah, new Joy-Cons will fix it as well. Yeah, you get new Joy-Cons, yep. But, I mean, if you, it's a really cheap part you can get if you're not afraid of opening up Joy-Con. You replace that. Uh, it's a little part that you can replace with a metal version of it rather than a plastic one. I did it on one of my sons. But something I thought of after doing it is that there might be some advantage to still keeping the plastic ones in there because if in case you drop it, there's some sort of release so the joy cons don't get take all the impact it'll just pop off the switch if it was the plastic uh clicking thing or whatever you want to call it the plastic piece but if you put the metal one in there and it holds and you drop it that that joy con's gone <laughs> if, it, I was if you say drop it somewhere because it's not gonna probably, pop off uh probably also a design reason of why they went with plastic over steel yeah just based on what which one's supposed to give right um, there's a lot of factors there you know you want you probably do want the joy-con to give before the console itself because right. i mean obviously the joy-con's cheaper to replace yes that's kind of my mentality yeah. with it was too so although not by much right <laughs> yeah one one side is what 40 bucks 45 bucks have to forty dollars now. If you replace, yeah, if you can find the one <laughs> side. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's the thing. I don't. I don't remember the last time I've looked in a store and seen the one side. Yeah, it's always been pairs. Yes, probably not since the first year, maybe. Yep. Maybe in the second year when they're all clearanced out at GameStop and stuff, and they're trying to get rid of them. Especially those gray ones. Like, nobody wanted the gray ones. I should have picked them up when I... Because I knew that eventually I probably would need them. But I figured they would always be available. So I didn't I yeah. didn't think to buy it. So I bought the gray Switch at launch. And then I just bought the, uh, the red and blue Joy-Cons separately. Yeah. And my red and blue Joy-Cons actually uh, made it to my house the day before launch. It's like I had my Joy-Cons with me in line while I was waiting to get my Switch. <laughs> I figured I'd yeah, get the I gray ones it. so I could just get the skins to put on there because I knew I would get skins for it uh, to, d to do I what I did. When I realized that I, had, that I could have eight people over to my house to play Killer Queen Black and I had enough controllers for them, I'm like, I am never buying more Joy-Cons. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which I only had like one person using a single Joy-Con. Yeah. I think. I, yeah, I think I have five sets. I the, I, well, I had the GameCube adapter hooked up. Oh, so yeah. Four that way. There you go. And I had uh, two Pro controllers. Somebody was on my SNES, my uh, SNES controller, the wireless one. And then the last one just had a Joy-Con. I'm supposed to be getting the uh, PDP one, the new PDB one. PDP is the small one that's supposed to be, compete with the 
if it does. So I'll be able to check that out hmm. and see how that goes. I seen a uh, wired Power A controller that was Zelda today. It was 8-bit. It was 8-bit, Oh, yeah, the Hori one's good. Well, no, it was a... Uh, it was a design on one of the wired Power A's I had seen. It was the... It was, you know, the original Legend of Zelda, and it had the message at the on the top of the controller. Oh yeah, okay. That yep. It's dangerous to go alone. Right. I hadn't seen that one yet. I'm still. I went to look to, yeah, for the, the one that you got. Yeah, the Power A controller works pretty good. Yep. I was looking for that that Zelda one you got there, that fast and. Uh... I was trying to see if I could find it, and for some reason I kept seeing just pre-orders for it. It's like, what? <laughs> how yeah. Come I, how come There's I can't so find it? There's so many of them now. Yeah. Like, I've seen some people trying to collect them all, and they have, like, a whole wall of wired Power A controllers. <laughs> right. That's, like, one of the last things I would probably collect. I'll admit, though, I was a little tempted with the, um, what is it? I forget what it's even called. The, um, they made it for Damon X Machina, of all games. Oh yeah, oh, the like, weird the split had the whole like it was kind of like a built-in grip sort right. of deal. Yep. Um, and they they were making another one like a Pac-Man anniversary one. Yes, they got a Pac-Man one. Like they also got. I heard they drain your battery crazy fast. Oh, they fixed that, uh, but because they got new colors coming out too, where it's like a. Wasn't that an issue with the Hori ones too? Yes. Yeah, at first. Yep. It was a thing I think on the Nintendo side actually, and it was an update that they did. So was it like the system was trying to recharge a Joy-Con battery that wasn't there? <laughs> Whatever it was, they they figured it out, thankfully. Yeah, the ones you're talking about are like they almost look like a controller. They got cut in half, and they just stick it on both sides of the which the Damon X Machina ones. Yeah, I, I I I would do that for like a straight up just a pro controller that could dock. That would be really cool. Yeah. I really like the Pro Controller. It's probably my favorite game controller ever. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I will say it would be nice, and I only noticed this with, like, one game so far, because I actually use it for PC games, too, um, because Steam does support it, and I have a, um, uh, I think it, I think it's 8BitDo makes it a uh, wireless adapter that oh, works. Yeah. That yeah. Yep. Pretends it's an Xbox controller, so you can get through it. It looks like the bricks stuff. or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. Right. that one exactly. Um, but uh, it would be nice if it had analog uh, triggers. Yeah. I think that's the only complaint from everybody. Other than that, it's like the most solid thing ever made. Well, the battery it, life yeah. is incredible. I actually don't, I've yeah. heard people complain about the D-pad, but I have two Pro controllers. I, yeah, I don't... I mean... The SNES controller is better, the wireless one that I have, but really that's the only for me. D-pad I've had that's better. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you can how you would prefer an Xbox or a DualShock over that. No, their D-pads are worse, way worse. I mean, a, the and PlayStation the D-pad is almost nobody non-existent. Knows, <laughs> nobody knows how to make a D-pad anymore. They don't care because a lot of the standard fair triple-a games the d-pad is for switching weapons it's not yeah enough. it's for menu options <laughs> well well yeah like it wasn't until recently i mean i say recently probably the last 
10 years that we went back to using a d-pad for movement on games well, and no until any games that, that just like i'm always oh that blows side. my mind somebody tries to play mario with an analog stick yeah that's Super crazy mario bros I'm like no use the d-pad what are you doing <laughs> and then i got thrown off a whole lot because i tried to play ori with the d-pad but ori is a game you need to use the analog stick with. Mm, for sure and and I'm like, no, definitely made with that platformer. Mind. I don't know. I actually I had, had to, to switch to the uh, for Mario 35. I switched to that Hori, uh, you know, one with the D-pad because it just felt better than using the regular Joy-Con. That was actually my first major use for that Hori, <laughs> that Hori Joy-Con. So, because yeah, I had a real using, D-pad. I've been using joystick for Mario 35. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm, I've tainted it. <laughs> no, I, just, I don't know. I, my my brain, I've been using like joystick so long that analog just, it's not as comfortable to me anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I grew up on that. Super Nintendo, so. Yep. So it's just not as not as comfortable just going for the, for the button, button presses versus just moving the joystick. Which I mean, if you if. If you want to like argue the point, didn't the joystick kind of come first with arcade? Yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know Nintendo there's came a, up with there's the, a the difference. Kind of right way. <laughs> yeah. Let's say there's a difference between using your whole hand with the joystick and using your thumb with the joystick. Hey, I didn't say how I use analog it. stick. Well, and like, even so, on my pro he's, like, he's grabbing <laughs> his. I don't know if anybody can correct me on this, but even so, I think with those arcades, those joysticks were eight directions, not 360 degrees of motion. Yeah. Yeah, I think no matter where you landed at in a certain degree, it would put you in one of the eight directions. Which is why you had, you know, a square gate so you could immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, some yeah. of these octagonal gates. I, I think it might. I think I might be more comfortable with it if, if the D-pad was where the joystick is on a pro controller. And so, like Tim said, with the Hori pad for his Joy-Con, that probably would make the game more comfortable to play with a D-pad. Now, I would actually like it if Nintendo stuck with the GameCube space button pattern to have the really big A button in the middle. That would be nice. Have you seen those Joy Cons that have come out with that that pattern? They have they sell the ones on that Amazon. are like somebody cut a GameCube controller in half, and <laughs> stuck both sides in yeah. a switch. Almost, Which, yeah. To me, it doesn't make sense. Who's playing Smash handheld? Like, I don't know. Uh, well, it's not even for that Smash. This. People, people are <laughs> playing regular games with it. People are playing regular games. Well, I mean, with like that. Smash is made to play. Like if, for one, if you're if you're playing handheld, you're you're not gonna play it online because you need to have a LAN adapter to comfortably play that game online. Well, Smash 3DS came out, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it but did. I could argue, arguably say that the 3DS had better internet connection than the Switch does. I've heard it got better though. I've heard probably the, better than the Wii U does. Did. Smash. I've heard Smash is oh, connecting yeah, better. Last, last I played Smash, it was leagues better than where it was and I, I saw people playing that so I went into quick match again it's not it's not it's not not for you 
Not yeah, a good I... match. Hmm. Yeah, Based it was on a sample of for... one, one game, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, when yeah. Smash came out, I tried the online, and I'm like, this is, like, this is playable. I can play this. But, like, as I got better at Smash, I'm like, no, this is not. <laughs> I'm trying to react to things, and I just can't because of latency. Because hmm. before, I was just kind of mashing buttons. It's like, the better you get, the more you notice it. That makes sense. That's true. Very true. It's way better than the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was bad. If you want to play Smash Bros. at four frames per second... <clears throat> I don't even think you can't do that anymore because there's no Wii internet. What do they call that? Winternet. The the Wiiternet, yeah. <laughs> the Wiiternet. <laughs> oh yeah, they they canceled it all. It's been canceled. So did any of you guys uh, play? Yeah. Uh, did you guys play any Demon Crest? Did you guys get a chance to try that I out? Played a little bit. Play a little I bit. Played considerably more today. I'd gotten like two crests up to that point, and now I have five. Yeah. You're doing better than I am. I couldn't second one. Yeah, it was really confusing to try to figure out where to go. At first, I thought I was hitting dead ends. But, it, it, yeah, it, it's a weird game. It's <laughs> like pseudo so, open world. Yeah, I was going to say, you, doesn't, you don't have to choose the same place, right? Like, you can. It's pretty. It's not linear, right? Right. Once you get the ability to fly is, on the open map, it's kind of like a Metroid game where there's stuff you can't get until you uh, have other power-ups. And most of the right. levels seem to have multiple exits, where you'll fight different bosses and get. I was gonna say, who's the second boss you fought? The second boss I fought was. The first one gives you the, the ground gargoyle. The second one I thought gave me the claw power. It was like a weird flying centipede thing. Oh, yeah. No, the second one I tried to fight was this weird, like, frog-looking guy with, like, scythes for arms. He looked like a praying mantis almost, but, like, shaped like a frog. And he hopped around. Did you I fight that guy yet? Yeah, no, that guy tore me up like mad. Like, I couldn't figure out how to get around him yeah, in order to... Boss was really hard. I was hoping my friend Scott would be able to join us since he played through and beat it and even beat the, I guess, the hidden yeah. boss. So he could talk about it. Yeah, he um, embarrassed that game. <laughs> it was just like, all right then, you just you killed it. So he's, he's a... Uh, yeah. He's on vacation, but he's he's a nurse uh, when he's not on vacation, and he gets up really early to go into the hospital and work. So I, I wasn't surprised when he wasn't going to be able to make this show. But but that that was pretty cool to see that when he was posting the pictures on it, being able to complete it, and, and then tell us all that there's a secret boss, I guess, at the end. So which is pretty cool. If I go to retro rewind where is it and i like the fact that uh, i'll have to give another shot drew is trying to get him to play big nose on his on his sd card system <laughs> did you guys see that 
thought that was funny. I did not see that. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of the chat. I was kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. I did not really enjoy <laughs> the game that much. I I'm, I played for maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. And it was just like, eh. I wasn't I, clicking with you. It just it just didn't grip grab me and make me want to keep going. Right. And it was weird because I've spent I've spent a lot of time on other very much not good games on the NES online like Smash Tennis. <laughs> I played yeah. that for like four hours one time. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean I don't know I don't know what what I could, didn't grab me about it. Maybe I got to give it another go. I, I could argue that Demon's Crest is a good game. Like it's very, uh, it's, it's trying to do a whole lot of things that weren't being done at that time. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's balls hard. Like there's some parts in there that, like I couldn't even figure out how to get on the the other side of that boss I was talking about because my jump wasn't high enough to go over the top of him. His jump wasn't high enough to go underneath him. <laughs> underneath him. So no, no matter what I tried to do, I took damage getting around him because he goes from one side of the screen to the other okay. and I was like there, I must not have a power up that I need in order to get around him because hmm. I was doing a lot of rewinding trying to figure out different things I was like no matter what I did I was thinking and when he hits you it's like three health off which you only have like six if after you get the first crest interesting just taking me out <laughs> <laughs> did that make you lose interest in playing more well, at that time, yeah, and now that I realize the game, like, I wasn't even really thinking about that I could just leave that level and go somewhere else, but... Like a Mega Man I guess the way, thing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, it, was, it wasn't it was a boss I couldn't beat, but it was a level I couldn't figure out how to progress through. Okay. Because I seemed to just hit a dead end. There was this area with um, a bunch of candles... And there's like bats and these ghosts that appear and you can light the candles with your fire breath, but then these ghosts show up and put them out. And you gotta I kill the ghosts. figure out where to go. No, you can't. Actually, no. and they'll always come back. But it just it seemed to lead to a dead end and I'm like, What? Okay. Damn ghosts. And I couldn't even go backwards. <laughs> so it was like Alright, oh, I guess wow. I'm just stuck here yeah. forever. That, that would make me lose interest real fast. I must I'm have like, been oh, missing okay. something pretty obvious, but I don't know. I still I don't even know how to get back to that place, so I don't know. I probably yeah. The map is very got to a point confusing. Of not supposed to be at. Well, it it loops too. Yeah. So you start to get lost because you're like, wait, I saw that when I was going the opposite direction. Yeah, and you can go around it, and it's actually really small. But then the other thing that I, I that was taking me a while to figure out was that levels have multiple exits. So you actually need to go back to some of the same places. And not just to catch hidden stuff, but actually to like fight the other boss and get a wind crest. I was just looking at the uh, information on this game and it was actually released um, 26 years ago uh, as of October 21st. So it just celebrated its 26th anniversary of the release of that game, um, which I thought was pretty cool. And um, nice. Yeah, I, I thought it would be fun. Like I said, it was a Halloween type thing. Because originally I was gonna go with uh, yeah. a fo football. 
<laughs> like Tech Mobile uh, to, to play since the football season. But I was like, wait, let's do Halloween. And, I, and I've always wanted to check this out. And unfortunately, it was on my list to do. So I went with it. But unfortunately, with school and stuff, I just couldn't get the time to play myself um, again, unfortunately. So this time, uh, before I say anything else, Andrew, did you say, were you going to say something? Hello. Did we lose him? Did we lose you? It looks like he froze. <laughs> I can't even see him, so <laughs> I just got so those cubes going oh, on my screen. He's back. Am I back? You, you back? Yeah. Okay, there we go. Now we can hear you. <laughs> I can't see you, but I can I hear you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I was just saying I, I agree. I think it's a great uh, a great one for the season, uh, Halloween, and where there's not a lot of games that, like, come right to the surface other than Luigi's Mansion for yeah. Halloween time to play and especially for like the retro um, yeah that was, that was all I, was just, I agree Halloween good time <laughs> cool I mean I, I guess Luigi's Mansion qualifies as retro now right no don't don't say that Dan <laughs> Dan says if you can't get it as the most recent re-release <laughs> If you can't get it at a store, it's retro. <laughs> oh man, I, yeah, I don't, I can't. Yeah, I, I guess fully the 3DS is retro now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so definitely aren't getting one of those at the store. So I'm gonna ask you guys this: Is uh, do you guys enjoy playing older games, like your favorites? Do you like going back to them, or, um, or not just retro rewind, rewind like when an. Um, like us, if we do, if we're doing something, or maybe if another podcast you follow is doing something where they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna play this old game. Come play with us, or whatever." Um, do you guys like going back and playing games, or are you guys the type where it's like you have your favorites you go to again if you happen to go to it, but you like to keep moving forward? You want to keep, you want to play new games. You don't have time to play old games. What do you guys? Where are you guys at on that spectrum? I mean, I can I can give my answer right away to this. I, I'm kind of like middle ground. It, I I think I'd rather just play newer stuff, but it is fun to go back and play stuff that I'm nostalgic for. And then I've also recently been trying out games that I missed out on, uh, especially being part of this podcast and um, and with my own podcast, trying different different stuff. And so playing old games that I didn't get a chance to play, but it's hard to figure out which ones of those are going to be enjoyable because so much is tainted by nostalgia. Yeah. So people will be like, "Oh, this game, this game's really good, and this game's really fun," but it would have been if I had played it in the '90s, but probably not now. It's not as enjoyable. That makes that sense. Makes sense. Yeah, there's a yeah. few exceptions so, probably like, to that rule. Me, I'm sure. I'm, for me, I just recently played through, um, last month, I do like a, a, a game club, like book club with, with some friends, nice. and we played through Mar Super Mario 2. Okay. And n neither of us, no, nobody in the group had played it before, and <laughs> almost all of us were like, it was an experience. <laughs> <laughs> but probably wouldn't go back and play it again. Yeah. 
We Interesting. Uh, we did finish it though. Like we gave it its full. We gave it its full go. Okay. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I feel like so I've, I've heard. I've heard. I think Marty talks about it on the show all the time. Yeah, so Marty and Justin, I think is. for so I think... sure, say that that they're definitely yeah, Justin yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fans of yeah, of Mario, yeah. Super Mario Three. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I'm missing out on having played it in the era where it was king, and it does have some cool stuff in it. But it was just I got frustrated with it. It got it got hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there was an era I guess where I'm that game was king. I just I, I just I'm just a baby. I want the easy new game, <laughs> like Dark Souls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I'll take the other side in that respect. I, I absolutely have enjoyed playing games that are old, even when they're new to me. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of when I got into that, actually, it, it is kind of interesting because it was different then versus now, but it, it was during the kind of GameCube PS2 era. I spent a lot of time going back through all the Super Nintendo games that I thought were impossible when I was little. Um, and that was... Especially because at this time I was like 14, 15, so it was like the last couple true summer vacations I got before I was old enough to work. Yeah. Uh, I would just spend a lot of time in the basement playing Super Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, even the ones that I got to back, because I, I played a lot of games, too, on Wii Virtual Console for the first time. Games like Kid Icarus, games like Final Fantasy VI. Um, that was the first time I played them, and I loved them. Um, and a lot of it, to me, in both those instances, was at that time, these were just games of a style that wasn't getting made anymore. You know, I really love 2D platformers. Okay. And, like, in the GameCube N64 era, you weren't getting those on modern systems. Right. Like, today, Nintendo kind of brought back 2D Mario, brought back 2D Donkey Kong. We have millions of indie devs that are going to bring back everything. Right. It seems like. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, in the time of the N64, it was like, no, why would we make a 2D platformer? We can do 3D now. We couldn't do that before. Makes sense. All right. But Good on point. the other hand, I think when it's a game I have played before, sometimes I'm less inclined. Like right. Mario 3D All-Stars is a good example. Like, I went in, I was playing Mario 64, I was having fun. I got like 30 stars and then I just put it down because I've played Mario 64 before. Um, I've beaten it multiple times. I just feel like I'm under no obligation to go all the way to the end again. (laughs) Nothing new, no no incentive. I need to at least finish the game. Yeah. I'm like, I've finished the game. It's fine. I'll get to it when I'm really bored. That makes sense. I think I'm kind of in that same boat. The, uh, the idea of playing retro games is is nice, and uh, I I really do enjoy playing a lot of games that I didn't get to play, and I'm a lot less enthusiastic about hopping into games that I've already beat several times. Because a lot of my favorites, you know, you've played through probably more times you can on your hand, and uh, so I, I do try to find a lot of different games that have a lot of hype built up around them from friends or podcasts that I listen to, you know, must plays. And uh, I usually try to seek those out and play those first 
but it's always nice to be a part of something like Retro Rewind where you, you know, you get the random game. The last couple I hadn't played, so those ones kind of make that choice for me, and uh, that's always nice too. Yes. Another spin, which you reminded me of, uh, as a dad, it's been a lot of fun to pull out old games to show my son, who has gotten really into Mario this year, and so showing him like good timing on on the <laughs> SNES and NES online, like, hey, check out these Mario games, and it's funny because we pull up we pull up Super Mario World, and he's like, it's just like Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, it, I wonder it, why. That's a lot better to hear than it's just like Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be bad. That's what pixels are. It's so, yeah, yeah, the most kids, yeah. This looks like Minecraft, so, but worse. I, I've enjoyed pulling out games pulling out games that I played as a kid to to pass on to the next generation and yeah, and, and for that reason, I, I have enjoyed going back and playing games that I have not personally played before. Because I grew up on the Super Nintendo, not the Nintendo Entertainment System. So going back and playing some of those old NES games has been a lot of fun. Nice. I, I beat Super like Mario going to a 2 museum. recently <laughs> also. So I get to join your club. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's... It's a it's a good game, but it's definitely my least favorite Mario game. It's because it's not a Mario game. It's a yeah. dream. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because when you say something's like your least favorite, you automatically think like, oh, that's a really bad thing. But that's like, I don't know, like saying like my least favorite Zelda is um, Triforce Heroes or. No, Triforce is a bad example. But at least there's Zelda's like is Spirit Track. But Spirit Track is still a great game. Like, I I don't know. I I have when the series is just so awesome that when when the game is just good, then it's like yeah. Well, it's 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 good. <laughs> uh, you could be the Mega Man series. Has some <laughs> low lows. We just we just hope it doesn't get to that point, right? It's so uh, slowly at the top can't all be good yeah yeah for me it's uh yeah it, it's that type of thing too where um i like looking for new experiences so it tends to lean more towards the newer games but if it is a game i haven't played mm -hmm. that has a different experience from the past then i will play it as well so uh i don't go back to a game like some of you said in regards to if I beat it already, like Link to a Link to the Past, is was the first game I ever beat, and that was many years ago. You know, because I grew I grew up on Super Nintendo as well, even though I'm I'm probably older, because that was the machine I bought myself. My parents bought a 5200, and that's the first video game machine I had. So I have nostalgic feelings for that machine it's itself and when i tried to go back to say a game that was on the 5200 that's that's tough right there <laughs> that's hard to go back to and play so but but one game i did like on there that i tried to play again that i enjoyed is key i don't know if you guys have know that game yep so that's that was one, one of my favorites on there so on that one i think uh 
I was able to find uh, a remake or something for the Vita that I played on that. That was that was a lot of fun. So, but anyways, I was not because they had the 5200. They bought that. They didn't want to buy a Nintendo, so I had to skip that generation. And they said if I wanted to buy my own, if I wanted to buy another machine, I was gonna to have to do it myself. So that's when I got a job, and then I bought it myself. And that's why I grew up on the Super Nintendo. But being that that came with Super Mario World, I played through that, but that wasn't the first game I beat. Link to the Past was the first game I beat. And I haven't played that game again since. I mean, I played little bits here and there. I've tried to go back to it, but then I was like, I already beat it, and I'm reminded of it. And then I was really appreciative, really appreciative of when um, A Link Between Worlds came out because it was a sequel to that. And it felt like I was kind of reliving it in that way. So, again, it was still a new experience. Uh, I was playing a new game. But I still got to kind of live some of that nostalgia because it was a sequel to the A Link to the Past, which I thought was cool. So I, I will still, you know, go all the way through a game and beat it again, um, especially with my very favorites. Yeah. It's, it's more just a case that I'm, I'm very, like set on usually i will not let myself buy a new game until i beat the last game i bought that's a good if i'm replaying an old game currently <laughs> that is not that goes out the window i'm like okay i can put this on hold or i can just abandon this because i've already beat it before right um and i've done that with fusion so i've re-beat re i've re-beaten that one i'm one just a little bit less likely to say yeah. i have to beat this yes and I'll do that too. And then, it, but it tends, I think it may come down to this too, where time that I might have had before to play older games again, along with new games, I don't have because of doing other things like school and the podcast and uh, other Nintendo Dad stuff. So the extra time I would have hadn't been able to play more games, I have to take away kind of like that retro stuff so I can still play some newer stuff. So comes into the balance thing yeah. which of course goes into the whole main dish of what i said this would be about right is the the balance finding balance being able to find the time to manage your hobby your your family your work your career you know all those things so i wanted to bring that up with you guys here as the main dishes um we can go all different kinds of ways with this. I'll leave it kind of up to you guys. But basically, I wanted to know how are you guys managing it? Or what kind of new things have you learning from being able to manage your time with it, um, with your hobby and all these other things? Um, and is there any advice you can give to anybody who might be listening? Because I, I know one person who would probably would be interested in hearing this, but he's not on here. He's Mecha Dragon. <laughs> so... But uh, if he listens to the recording, if he doesn't join in time, you know, he'll hear any advice you guys have. And I'm sure there's other people like any of us have been in this seat before where we're just listening to something. If they're listening out there that might want to hear some tips would be good, too. So we're just general, you know, people just want to know. Whoever wants to start. I think the answer is easy. We just uh, don't sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Terrible advice. No sleep. It will improve the rest of your it life. It is terrible advice. No, I, I do get lots of sleep. 
<laughs> Unless you got a newborn, then you don't get a choice. Yep. Sleep is but... no longer sleep is no longer a uh, a thing you just I just get as a parent. It's it's now a luxury. Yes. Well, it'd be really nice to get some of that. <laughs> but I've heard parents use that to their advantage enough. too, where if they have had a baby, wake them up like they had a newborn, and they get up with the newborn, and they're trying to keep the newborn company that's when they found time to play games for some parents which i thought was interesting like if they're holding yeah. the baby at a certain age and they're they're able to play you know handheld or something that's what i've heard a lot of people do before i definitely don't get enough sleep that's that's one thing but uh at, at this point in life i got plenty of time to sleep <laughs> right there comes a point well, where I, mean, I, think, I think with anything, it, it comes down to accepting the fact that you are you. There is not enough time in the world for you to do every single thing you want to do, including get enough sleep. Nope. Um, and play. I mean, literally, if we restrict it just to video games, there is more hours of video games than I have hours left in my life at this point. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I'm gonna play everything. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could even play every game that I have with the amount of time I have left. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, right. You're, yep. It's very true. Yeah. I'm. I, so I'm. I'm a fairly young dad. I've got. I've got two young, young kiddos, both under, both under the age of four, and um, it. It's tough at, at this stage of life to find extra time when they are awake. Uh, just because. There's a, there's a lot of need, mm-hmm. um, and then balance that on top of you know a full time job um, and other responsibilities. Uh, so for for me personally, it's just been a lot of evenings, and then recently, as my son's getting a little older and more interested, we we have games that we can play together. So trying to trying to hybrid the time with family time and gaming time is one way to sneak in more and that's where I've really grown to appreciate Nintendo um, first party as a parent more recently because they do such a good job of that making games way more even even their single player experiences are fun to watch you know yeah and fun to sit as a and, and play as a family so I, I think the the best example right now is probably the Mario Kart Live, which which my son and and little baby girl are we, we just are all having a blast playing that together. And so finding games like that are I can kind of sneak them in to the into the daily routine a bit. Yeah. That's that's a bit of advice that I've I've got and kind of what what we've done yep i've heard that mentioned a lot definitely being able to find time the game is 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 definitely involving the family in that it's a good one well and what you said routine is a big thing also um especially with kids uh, routines are fantastic um but also as adults i mean a lot of times adults find themselves you know getting their routine given to them based on the hand, you know, 
have been given uh, work-wise <laughs> yes. or, you know, to those things. But uh, keeping routine is, is key. And that's pretty much how I find the time that I have uh, with the age range of kids that I have. Um, my gaming time has to be very well planned in order for it to happen. Is uh, you know, I remember being a young parent and uh, thinking, "Man, this sucks." You know, time-wise, because your uh, your you know your kids require a lot of your time at that point in time. Are you? And then you know, ten years later, I realized that man, when my kids were young, I had all kinds of time because I wasn't running them everywhere to do things <laughs> and. Right. I also didn't have four <laughs> so so yeah i i really miss when my kids were young because it, you know i had a lot more time to play games with them and they were a lot more interested in playing the games that you know you know now my kids are yeah they like playing minecraft like has been mentioned by every parent now that has kids that can play games <laughs> yeah so is minecraft or uh my 10 year old son wants to play uh he was playing Fortnite for a while like getting him off that stuff i still try to get him to go back to uh, nintendo first party games just because i think that there's a lot more uh to it and it definitely requires a little bit more problem solving which i'm always trying to get my kids into because it's you know something something valuable and i i attribute a lot to uh things that i learned as a kid playing nintendo games to doing the things that I do today, so. Very cool. Yeah, my nephew went through a uh, Fortnite phase. It didn't last very long in his case. I think with him it was more just a, this is what everyone at school talks about. Um, and now that he's back at home for school, he just plays the retro consoles that we have hooked up to the TV at my parents' house. There we go. At least when he's there, which is yeah. when I see him. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe he's kind of getting... How old is your nephew? Uh, nine and a half. Okay. Maybe, well, maybe he's still, you know, kind of getting that interest in, you know, what games were like before type of thing like you did where you were able to go back. You're a little bit older. You were older at the time and you wanted to go back and play games that were probably harder. Well, I think to him it's kind of kind of like it was with me. It's like, oh, this is new to me anyway. Yeah. So right. might as well, you know, it's oh, we dug this box out of the basement and here's all these games. It's like a treasure, treasure trove of stuff, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, my son had a friend had, had a friend over and they played, they they pulled out the N64 and were playing Smash Bros on the N64. I was like, it's I, very hard to I, do. I never played it with him on there. <laughs> <laughs> because as a, as a general rule, he always wants to play the system that isn't plugged in. Yes, that's the way it usually it goes. Sense. Yeah, that's for five minutes, and then he wants mm -hmm. the other one. Yep, that's what my but, son I mean, does too. That, that sounds about right. And another thing too is like kind of our, I mean, even maybe the uh, slightly the generation before ours of parents, but uh, I mean, my parents didn't play video games, so we're kind of figuring out how to have family time around video games as parents nowadays. Uh, I mean, like I said, my parents would have never sat down and played Mario with me when I was a kid. Yeah. I had an older brother, you know, and, and he he even, I mean, my brother's Tim's age, 
and uh, he's not even really that big into games and wasn't when he was a kid. I mean, we had a we had a twenty six hundred, and we played a lot of things on there together. But really, beyond that, he never really did get into games as much. I mean, I think you definitely find a lot more uh, people in in their thirties and twenties that play games. It seems like the seems like the further down you go generation wise, the more play. <laughs> it's a big yeah. deal now. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because uh, my dad kind of tried a little bit and then games got too complicated for him. And like, even the last time I was at my parents' house and my nephew, would, my nephew and I were playing Diddy Kong Racing and my dad walks by and he's like, you didn't want to play Diddy Kong Racing? He turns to my nephew and he's like, you didn't want to play Diddy Kong Racing with me? <laughs> so says, oh well uncle sam's better at it <laughs> nice we didn't want to get stuck on the same race for 20 minutes <laughs> you're trying to figure out how to finish hey sam let me ask you this because yeah, guess... you're from uh you don't necessarily have kids yet right that you're aware of right <laughs> that's right uh, <laughs> not <laughs> no but but seriously though it's like how do you manage your time being that, you know, maybe there's some, we know we have listeners, listeners out there or other people in, uh, in the Patreon or even discord who don't have kids, but still have to manage their time. Uh, even if it's with other family members, like you said, you got your nephew and you're going to visit your family and all that kind of stuff. How do you manage your gaming time, your hobby time with life and, you know, in general? Well, I mean, right now, I have tons of time because I don't get to do anything. You I can't go anywhere. <laughs> um, yes, which that makes just sense. means all of, well, and even like work-wise, I have had less to do at work because my work involves travel that we can't do right now. Right. Which means we're going to be insanely busy once we can. But Two years um, from now. So do all yeah, the gaming you can right know. now, right? I, I was actually, <laughs> actually, I was supposed to be on an audit this week. Um didn't happen a new target for that is the first week of december hmm. but um yeah it i, I mean but it, it is as a general problem of how do i make the most of the time i have on on planet earth not to be morbid but just yeah. how much do i how do i get the most out of a day you know, everybody has things they want to do they're not going to be able to do every single one of them right um the thing for me that's helped a lot, actually, and I, I did mention sleep before, is going to bed early. Uh, I find that that, for me, makes me a lot more efficient in getting just, like, errands and things done, but also in just making hours of free time meaningful, too. Um, because for me, knowing that I am going to bed at 10.30 p.m., makes me say at 8 p.m., okay, I want to do this before then. Whereas if I don't do that, if I say, ah, I'll just, you know, stay up until I feel too tired and I'll go to bed and then I'll sleep past my alarm because I'm too tired, I wind up just kind of like sitting on the couch doing nothing. And like, it's good to relax, but I, I, I have found that sometimes I feel a lot better when I just... I'm a little bit more intentional about how I use my time, even if it is just free time or yeah. you know luxury time or hobby time. 
just to be like, okay, I have this much time to do this, so I'm gonna you know, make the most of that. Good advice. Sleep. Yes, sleep. That's uh. Well, and know I, when you need to sleep. Yes, know when you need to sleep. Point. Yes, and that's something I can speak from the other side of that spectrum. I think because I know I should probably do. I'm more. I feel like I'm more of a night person. I hate getting up early in the morning. I hate being woken up by an alarm because I prefer to go to bed later. But probably would do better if I did took Sam's advice by saying, "Okay, at this time, I'll say I'll say eleven o'clock or something. I'm I'm gonna go to bed, and then that way I can get up on time." Or even if it was 10 o'clock, you know, so, but it always seem like I can get more done after the kids have gone to bed. I know they're older now, but after they've gone to bed, I get more done in the evening uh, and then just wake up in the morning. And But I do know, because I have done it before, like you said, Sam, if I do set an alarm and get up at that time in the morning uh, when I intend to, I find I get a lot more done before lunch and then have all this other this time after lunch that I can you know spend doing other things if I plan that way but if I don't plan it and I you know I stay up late oversleep and you know I don't have very many hours before lunch to get things done it's just maybe a couple hours it's like because I'm tired or whatever or I'm just sitting around or anything like that that I definitely have seen what you were talking about Sam where I feel like the day has been wasted if I sleep too much or oversleep because I stayed up too late so definitely can see that that side of that spectrum awesome well before yeah, we go I'm any... definitely one that thinks go ahead uh, I'm definitely one that thinks that uh, work takes way too much time out of regular life i i know that there are a lot of people that will be like well in my day we worked 60 hour work week <laughs> huh. uh, i know where he's going at with this yeah and working sucks have, have it balanced down to like a a shorter a shorter work week which i feel like provides that family life balance that people like a lot more and also that personal life balance which i feel like gets lost in the current american schedule which is the 40 hour work week cuz i mean for for me i get home um or my my work ends cuz we're all working from home right uh <laughs> Somewhere yeah. around five o'clock, and I only got I only have a couple hours before my kids are getting ready and going to bed, and so, you know, a bulk, a bulk of my time goes to work. And yes, that, <laughs> there's not really a way around that per se, because work, gotta, gotta provide, right? But uh, trying, trying to maximize that time outside of that by, you know, by scheduling your time is definitely something that I want to do better at keeping keeping like a a planner of sorts because um, it just seems like it just seems like that your only choice is to work with that limited amount of time that you have outside of your um, 
obligated time that you have to work to provide for a living. And this is for everybody, not just dads. Right, right. Anybody that has to work. And if you're wanting to get started with that, I recommend just picking out one one thing that you want to schedule. A lot of times people will just completely ruin a schedule by trying to schedule everything that they can think of in that time space. You know, just, just pick out one thing that you want to schedule every day and then try to stick to that and then add a thing. So I know when I, when I first started trying to put a schedule together for life, I mean, obviously whenever you're, you're working, your schedule is what it is. You don't really have a whole lot of impact on that. Um, but things you do outside of work, you know, say I, I'm going to schedule a half hour for my family to go for a walk every day at four o'clock, something like that. Just pick one thing that you know that you want to do and try to stick to that one and, and see how successful you are at that one thing and then add something. I mean, like, yeah. kind of like what I was getting at with the sleep thing is to me, I don't schedule much. I schedule when I eat, when I sleep, and when I exercise. And then I just kind of have things I want to do before the next one of those. <laughs> there you go. Well, you're living the life, my friend. No kids, no other. <laughs> oh man. Well, my my personal opinion is that if you're if you're working a forty plus hour, if you're working like a fifty plus hour work week, then get yourself on a path to something where you can get more time for yourself. Even if you're even if you have the ability to work that, uh, make sure you're not locking yourself into a position where you can be doing that for the rest of your life. Just because it's, it's, man was not made to work, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's, that's, that's you not have all, to ask that's yourself, not your whole you know, purpose. what are you working for, right? You, is that really what's important to you, that you get more money? Is that actually gonna make your family happier if you can't spend time with them? Because I, you know, I hear from a lot of people that that's not the case. Right. Yeah, that's where that balance comes in. You have to find the balance. Do you, do you really need to work the extra time you're putting in for that money? You know, is that is that really worth it? Versus the time you could be using other places. I mean, a lot of times it's not. But unless you're just in a bind and you and you absolutely need the the money, that becomes a different scenario. But if you're somewhat comfortable with how you're you're living and, and you try to work your way down to where you're not working as much yeah that's that's ideal you, you definitely will be happier also depends on the job situation as well flow. Yeah. yeah yep a lot of people are kind of forced into these situations where they gotta gotta go with the flow of what their career dictates and I guess I guess that's just kind of a piece of a piece of the advice I'm trying to yeah formulate <laughs> is that Make sure you're in control of your of your course, and um, yeah. you know if you are not happy with your current like balance of of time, you got and and maybe that is maybe that's mainly because of your job. I mean, don't don't hesitate to be continually trying to do something different. I think it's. I think a, a perfect example I've got I've got family members that are um, going back to school 
Um, I have a friend that uh, recently went back to do more uh, computer-oriented stuff. He was previously working um, as like a, a public health and just realized I'm not going to be able to get to where I want with the schedule and income balance that I want for my family if I stick on this path. So completely shifted to another path. Yeah. He's a lot happier. So that, that, I mean, it's not that that exact prescribed path is good for everybody. You'd know, right. find what what works for you. Yep. Anyway, Each situation I'm, I'm is different. About like big, huge time. <laughs> we're talking about like finding time to play video games but I, I'm a big I'm a big believer that video games are like are, are like an art and and in and are a good way to sharpen the saw or even to just have cool experiences that you're not going to get from other mediums so I think that they're they are worth they are worth your time but don't just like waste time. Yep, totally get it. Yep, as they always say, right? It's too yeah, much of a good thing a can become a, a bad people, thing. <laughs> yep, I think a lot of people get this like. Hey, what were we talking about earlier with the? Uh, there's not enough time to to play all the. If you, I I, I watched a video. I don't, I don't know if you guys have heard of Jay Witz on YouTube, but he did a like an actual calculation of all good games and the hour average it takes to play all the good games. And I mean, the numbers were just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, no human being can play all of the good games. And he was just doing it based off like a 80 plus score from like Metacritic or something like that. And okay. there's just so many out there, so you kind of kind of pick and choose what you're going to get to experience in the gaming sphere especially right. as you get older yep well yeah gaming development's broad broadened so much to where you know you in one week of release you, you know you, there's 50 games you know from a you know yeah. whenever we were kids you might you might have one game every month <laughs> that you were, were even interested in playing if that the biggest releases were around the holidays, right? That's what we had to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, and you certainly didn't get a game every month because you're a kid and you don't have your own income. Right. I mean, usually. I'm sure right. there, I know, you know, I had friends that were exceptions to that, but um, for the most part, I mean, you, I would get a game for sure on my birthday at Christmas, and then I might get another game or two throughout the year if, you know, if it was willing, <laughs> right, if it was yeah. there, but uh, and, and you played those games to finish because that's what you had most of the you time. You played them to death. Where yes. now, yeah, now you get like I said, you get there's at least at least five games that release every week that I want to play. Right. Yep. And then if you don't finish it, there's yeah. something else the following week that you gotta. <laughs> you're interested in and you still want to play that other game you're still playing <laughs> yeah that doesn't even include other uh, I mean obviously we're talking about video games because that's what this podcast is about but you know there's also other forms of media that are uh, pining True. for your attention all the yep. time you know do I, I need to watch this new series on Netflix or this new movie <laughs> that came out I mean, exactly movies a lot less now but 
And so I'll be honest, I've completely cut. I, I, I don't consume like any other form of media. I, I don't watch TV shows anymore, movies. It's like my, my only... <laughs> I, yeah, I, feel, I get it. I feel like I don't have the time to do that. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I, I, I cut a lot of that out too. I hear about uh, TV over time. For sure. I do watch a lot less. I might... I honestly will maybe watch like one or two shows a year. Like... A season yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I'll pick something that it has to be something that really catches my attention, or I I have no time for it. There's so, it's the same same problem as like you were saying with games. It's so oversaturated at this point. You can't yep. you can't keep up with everything. Well, yeah. and it's just I figured out that I would rather play games than watch TV. Yeah, there's there's yeah. more to it. You get more interaction. Uh, I don't. I, it just to me. And I'm sure that there's, you know, movie buffs that feel the same way about video games. You know, I'd rather watch and evaluate a movie more than I enjoy playing a game. But, uh, yeah, there's just, to me, there's way more enjoyment out of, you know, solving a problem in a game or, or finally getting to a certain point in the game that I've been trying to accomplish. You don't, you don't get that with a movie. You, you accomplish the movie just by hitting play. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd, I'd say it's the same thing for me, too. It's, you know, it you don't really veg out as much when you're playing and it, it depends on the game right? and there's people yeah. who like that there's people who like vegging out while grinding levels in a rpg but i don't like grinding well there's some people that will do both they'll watch a show and play a game at the same time and i'm like i can't do that i can't pay attention to both oh <laughs> no i don't i don't know how people do yeah. that either yeah. I can't even do that with a football game in the background. I get because I want to watch all the, you know, what's going on with a football game. And I've seen people yep. do that with sports. Yeah, They'll the, put I'm a sports game way. on and <laughs> and play a video game. I was like, uh, but I want to know what's going on in the game. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I tried to grind levels in Dragon Quest Eleven while watching my football game, and I can't even do that. And it's like yeah. pretty much you just once you get to a certain point, you find your grinding spot and you just basically hit the A button to, yeah. You know, pick your attack over and over again i still can't even do it <laughs> find myself just honing in on the game and forgetting to even press a I button did try to try to breed shinies and pokemon while watching tv before okay how'd that at go? one point i'd actually uh fixed a rubber band to bind the two <laughs> uh joysticks together so that one is spinning the camera and one is always moving forward so that you yeah. can move in circles <laughs> just doing a circle yeah Hey Dan, what's up? At that point, you really Dan's don't have on. Maybe. Still Dan connecting, found a way maybe. To make time for this. <laughs> He's clearly an expert. We should ask him. Yeah, don't don't ask Dan about sleep because I don't think he ever gets any. I don't think he's ever asleep, right? I know I'm asleep. Y'all are in my dream. <laughs> oh, we're uh, dreaming Not now. Okay. Oh, it's it's Mario Two all over again. <laughs> well, oh, I didn't realize I had this like I didn't realize I had this like Ice King wing thing going on with my beard right now. I'm gonna keep it. Well, right now you have this like two cube rotating thing going on with yeah, your I can't beard see you. on my screen. <laughs> I can't see you on mine. Oh no! I can't okay. see you or Andrew on mine. So. Oh, really? Can't see me either. Nope. I see the squares. He, he freezes every now and then. Yeah. 
My favorite was he was like, yeah, I think he was messing with his earbud and it looked like he had his finger in his ear and it froze for a while. <laughs> I was on, nice. I, I was in a uh, call with Sean Capri for his uh, We the Gamer cast and I was frozen for most of the cast like this. <laughs> uh, like just perfectly timed. He's like, yeah, you're, you're, you look very thoughtful. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a win to me. Yeah, if I'm gonna be frozen anyway, that's how it would be. Not with my finger in my. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. It was a good <laughs> like thirty seconds. You're like. <laughs> nice. Well, Dan, you came just in time. Actually, we were just talking about balancing time and stuff like that. But I think we we're getting close to ending that conversation, and I was gonna bring up another conversation that you might be interested in, and that's choosing the next retro rewind game well, i have nothing to say about balancing time because i'm really bad at it so <laughs> well that's good because we'll we'll talk about the next retro rewind game which is um most of the time i've been picking the game just to get things going when we re reintroduce retro rewind but i thought it'd be good depending on how many people are here but we've got you know there's five of us we could figure out what the next retro rewind game is together I figured we've let's got do all it. the important people. We'll we'll do it that way. <laughs> see how it goes, and and then you know we'll I'll update the channel to say hey, this is the game we picked. We'll go with that for the for the month. So yeah. <clears throat> oh, we should pick Dan's terrible. I was gonna say Dan's just waiting for you to pick Gotcha for, so he has a reason to buy it. No, no, <laughs> so nobody terrible. else can play it. <laughs> We're gonna pick Cubivore. Cubivore. Yeah, no, Dan buys it, he plays it, and streams it, and then we all just watch. Yes, that would be the next Retro <laughs> be, Rewind. Go watch Dan story. play the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. my dream. Dream the impossible dream. I gotta come on here and recommend Plock. Go play some Plock. Plock. Plock is good. Doesn't it have to be an accessible game, though? Yeah, yeah so you have, have to make it try good. to be accessible to current systems. Because not not many of us have access to old systems, so not I mean, yet at least not until Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> man, that I'm that, still uh, a little bitter about that though. That 35th anniversary, or is it 30th? 35th? 30th. You talking about the uh, 30th? Yeah, the the collector's edition. Yeah, the 30th anniversary. Up, yeah, it's been up three times, and I've missed it every time. Should yep. we, should we make everyone play Star Fox Two? That's been I on my list of ones to try. Too. I had it on the long. list. I feel like we'd get people pissed off at us because it's it's pretty uh, pretty difficult. Is it? It's kind Not of janky at some points. Well, I tried yeah, to go for games that either being super hard. It's just, it's just like you really gotta be committed to this game because it, it's kind of. Oh, it's oh, I forgot yeah. that, I forgot about Donkey Kong Country Two. That's on there. Yeah. But I think yeah, most people Kong. played it already when as soon as it came out. <laughs> on the yeah, Switch. I, I think I played the first, you know the first world. Is Eliminator Boat Duel. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Chris. Eliminator Bolt. Would you say Eliminator Boat Duel? 
Yeah, that's the one that yeah. the random NES game that was on there one time. Everyone, Honestly, everyone I love just the tore fact apart. That they put something like that out. Operation Logic Bomb. I'm just looking at the Super Nintendo games. That's where I'm at right now too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go grab my Switch. Okay. No, nowhere near we're, my system. We're not going anywhere. We can make everyone play <laughs> Zelda too. Uh, I, I think we did that. I, wanna, I just feel like I, I need a reason to play Zelda too. I need right, a reason just, to play Zelda too. I'm in a very trolly mood, so maybe I'm not the best person to be suggesting things. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I know what his, his one would be, but I'm just letting you know, Chris, we're uh, picking the Retro Rewind game for the next month. So that's the way we're we're trying to do it this time. Instead of me picking it and saying, hey, this is what we're going to play, we're, we're us together. Um, but it has to be accessible, so you can't pick, and you're still muted, by the way. Uh, and you can't, so that means you can't pick NHL 94 because it's got to be accessible. <laughs> my, my ears perked up when you said uh, Super Zelda 2. Ghost. Oh, Zelda, Zelda 2? That it was. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that all day. Yep. I tried playing it and then <laughs> I stopped, but I think that is one that I think we've done before. Doesn't mean we can't do it again. Just. Oh, has it been done before on here? Not, not the recent version of Retro Rewind. I think it was done before. I think, remember Jesse. Unless I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, I mean it's still available. Tim, you could have picked Super Ghouls and Ghosts for Halloween. I could have, yes. Of course, no, that game's actually possible with uh, Save States and Rewind. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't. I was listening to a podcast one time where somebody had made mention that uh, as a child. They, they they had a Super Nintendo, and the deal they made with their parents in order to get it was that if they bought a game, that they wouldn't buy another one until they beat it. And the first game that he got was this game, was Super oh, Goals and Ghosts. Dang. So he, he only ever owned one game for the Super Nintendo. <laughs> oh, man. You, know, you could do both. You could do both Ghosts and Goblins for the NES and Super Goals and Ghosts for the Super Nintendo, and, like, give people a choice or something or just kind of throw them both in the same yep well, we don't have... well, I was saying for the Halloween one we, we could have went with that but I think Halloween will be over whenever close to over oh yeah fuck is. Halloween is like next week <laughs> yeah we don't we did that's yeah, why we did forgot. Demon Crest Demon Crest was for the Halloween stuff because we were playing through October so we can we can go with something else a very thankful game <laughs> Very thankful. Yes, what's a game that makes me feel thankful to be alive? Joe and Mac Ruby 2. Superstar Gourmet Race. <laughs> there you go. What about Joe and uh, Mac 2? Lost to, lost to, what is that? Lost to the Tropics? Is that a two-player co-op game? That's a good question. North American Super Mario 2, you just throw vegetables at everybody. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of us about, uh, in here that played that already. Yeah. How about Panel de Pong? That's it, good Have one. we ever done Punch-Out on Retro Rewind? Mm. No. Super Punch-Out on Monthly Mayhem not long ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mario uh, Super Pick Cross. Oh, jeez. Jesse's already played it, so. 
Well, nobody else has. <laughs> Guarantee you that. Not even I have, and I actually like Picross. Dr. Mario, because you guys will have a vaccine for COVID-19 by the time it's over. <laughs> I need to I, I need to put together a list of the games that have been done on Retro Rewind. But like I said, if it was done in the earlier part of the Nintendo Dad's history, we can always replay it again. But it still would be nice to have a list of, okay, here's all the Retro Rewind games. So I'm sure we'll be hitting them again. About at F zero. F zero. Yeah, that's Honestly, a good one. Kirby Superstar would be kind of. We did F just do I... Kirby's Dreamland three. Zero. We did F it. Zero would be fun. Oh my God! Is Kirby Superstar on SNES Online? It is. Okay, we have to do Kirby Superstar. But like Let's just do a whole Kirby a blowout game. where it's like. But it just play a Kirby games. game. Play any Kirby <laughs> game. Kirby's Adventure. Kirby Green Kirby's Adventure. Kirby's Adventure. Kirby Dreamland Three. Oh, so we just did Kirby's Dreamland Three. We did that one, yeah. Yeah. Oh That's shit! Never mind. <laughs> but we didn't do all the other Kirby games. I mean, Kirby is a Thanksgiving. Climber. He just yells everything around him. Yeah, but if you just did a Kirby game. Sounded like you all were kind of leaning towards the F-Zero. Yeah, I'm super down for F-Zero. Yeah. I really wish Gradius 3 was on SNES somewhere. The first one is? Why didn't they drop this, the third one? What the heck? I don't, I don't know. Drop the trilogy. That would be a good one. Gradius 3 <laughs> is so good. Yeah. Maybe they will. It's up their sleeve. So Gradius is on NES, right? Yeah. The first yeah. one is yeah. on uh, NSO, but the set, the third one, which is like a launch title for the Super Nintendo, is not on NSO, which is dumb. The third, the third one, in my I played them both. Um, I grew up on the third one. Yeah, but ditto. I, I mean, graphics and stuff are vastly improved, and the game is just so good. Where Gradius 1 has that, but it definitely is not as... I mean, playing the third game is obviously going to be technically better than the first. It's showing its age by now. The yeah. first game. <laughs> did right. you guys play Rygar when it came on there? I did not. I was going to say, I, out of I the tried NES it, yeah. games, I think Rygar or Crystallis would be... That's, yeah, best. that's kind of where I was leaning. You mean this game? I started both of them and didn't finish them. I don't know. You're blocked still. I'm holding up the cartridge to my freaking screen because it's one of my favorite NES games. I'm down for Rygar, but nobody knows what the fuck it is. I, I know, never I played it. It's good. We need to play it. It's awesome. It's a have freaking done, Metroid I, game. Wait, you guys have probably all played this one already, but have, have we done Super Metroid? It was done in the older version of Retro Rewind, but it hasn't been oh. done recently. It was just uh, Monthly Mayhem. Yeah, monthly it was Mayhem. Just the Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Monthly the Mayhem thing. Yeah, that's right. yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Yep. Very true. Yeah, the choose, choose three. Choose three. Monthly Mayhem. Yeah, there's some, like, there's some retro games I would really like to go back in and revisit, but they're just, they're just not accessible. That's, that's It's hard when they're yeah. not ones that are 
built in. Like uh, you mentioned earlier, Tim, the Fusion, Metroid Fusion. I I never beat that, and because it, I, I just got stuck as a kid, and I, I want to I want to go back and play that one again. Oh yeah, it's on yeah. the Wii U. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I was gonna say too. It's uh, you. We still have that option too. If people still have the Wii U or the 3DSs, you can get access to the games that way as well. A lot of them. Yeah, if you don't have a Wii U, I'd say you probably have a better chance buying a Game Boy Advance than a copy of Fusion than getting one. They've gone up. Yep. Oh really? Yeah, Wii U's are. I mean, you can get a you can get a copy of Fusion and a Game Boy Advance for probably a hundred bucks, a little bit over a hundred bucks, maybe. Probably not buying a Wii U for that much. Until people start buying that up. The the Game Boy Advance. Have we done, uh, the SPs have, have been really popular. The, like, have we done any of the original Pokemon games? Uh, no, because they're not. Yeah, they're on well, 3DS. They are yeah, on, 3DS, on 3DS, yes. Yeah. And I'm Want sure half of us still have a Game Boy somewhere with blue or red shoved in it. <laughs> I thought Tim was going to say they weren't retro. No. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of how accessible they were. On yeah, 3DS. Not, yeah, 3DS. Okay, I would be so well, happy not. if we did Pokemon red or blue, yellow. That would make my they're life not on the better. Switch? You can't buy them on the Switch at all? Nope. They're on 3DS. You can play Let's Go. Yeah, I just broke that's up like, my 3DS to take a look here. <laughs> I have to look. They're ten bucks a pop on the 3DS. Yep, ten bucks. You can go all the way. What do they have? Up, up to Crystal, right? Yeah, up to Crystal. I know. I bought one of those. And you can transfer those Pokemon through various means all the way up to. Uh, <laughs> you can work Jordan your way Shield. through. I think we the I want to see. I want to see you do that, Dan. Take take one from like the very <laughs> first game to the latest game through the. Through, you have to take them through every one. Yeah. You, you need to like absolutely four not subscriptions, right? I refuse. Yes, you, you got to like, have a home subscription. I think you need like five or six systems for that to even be possible. Ah, yes. <laughs> I have yellow on my 3ds right now. Can we do that I think, one? I think it would be cool to play one of the original three games, including you know, I mean, Yellow as, as the same game. And then red, everyone red, post blue, a yellow? picture of their teams whenever they Can beat you, the game. I have a question about the ones on 3DS. Can you, like, battle and trade online somehow? I think so. I'm I don't know because I've never done it. That, I downloaded we, it, but I never did it. If we did, like, it. a little tournament or, or something, or that would only be only on badass. 3DS? Uh, it is... I think it's any 3DS. No, they're but on it's the, not. Yeah, it's any 3DS. Those okay. ones aren't tied. It's not Super Nintendo. A lot of the virtual console stuff was new 3DS only for whatever. No, that was only Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo yeah. games were the only ones that were tied to the new Super. The ones I would want. Yes. <laughs> you're about to miss this your chance, Sam. I mean, you're gonna have to get you one. Okay, you so, can only battle or trade with local wireless on the uh, on the 3DS versions. You can't do online. Yeah, we'll just have to keep our save files till uh, DadCon, and then we can yeah. have a tournament here. <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. Hey, I still keep saying if I, if I can get enough people who want to do it, it is the most fun I ever had with Pokemon. Uh, when I was in college, this was like black and white, actually, it was the version we were using. But my roommate, I had two roommates, and 
the one was sort of a referee, and he would, in secret, assign both of us a type, and we had to train a team of all Pokemon of that type, and then we would battle each other a week later. And there wouldn't be an inherent advantage, so it'd be like water versus poison or something. Interesting. But you would want to stack it so you had, like, because it, I didn't know I was up against water, but I'd try to get, like, a variety of poison types, and then I find out it's water, and I'm like, oh, yes, I put a Venusaur on my team. I can do this. There you go. he's grass poison. <laughs> he's very useful at that Interesting. Point. I like that. That'd be cool if if we were able to do that online, be able to battle each other online, with the with the retro versions. Yeah, that, that makes it less enticing, but I'm still down for it. Who who here hasn't completed the original Pokemon game? I have not. Andros. Oh, half I of us. Not. Yeah, we're like three I, and three. I started. I started. I started on Crystal. Actually, no. I had silver. It was my first game. Nice. So I never, I never played the first one. I watched the anime every single episode as a kid <laughs> of the first <laughs> nice. one. But no, I, I didn't play the first. It's, it's. I, that's why I'm. I. I that's kind of why I snuck it in as a suggestion because I was like, I. I need a reason to go play this so I can truly say I'm a fan <laughs> of this series. I've it's an owned a lot game. of them, but I never finished them. And that's when, I, I don't know if you guys heard me talk about it on one of the Nintendo Dads podcasts, I said that this last iteration of it, I've realized that I love the series. I just know I can't buy the series because I will never finish a Pokemon game. Unless we do this, then maybe I have to. But I've been having a hard time finding time to play the retro games too, so I don't know. Sword and Shield was the first time I ever completed a Pokedex. Nice. That's what I was that's hoping for. That's a pretty good-sized Pokedex too. That, yeah, the game was awesome. Bring back everybody. <laughs> I've been I I've been playing DLC. I haven't even bought the DLC. I've yeah. been playing the same file. I, I bought a Game Boy two years ago and a copy of Blue just to play on a Game Boy, just to have on a Game Boy Pocket. And I've been playing the same file. I'm 45 hours in for two years. So that's how long it takes me to get through a damn Pokemon game these yeah. days. I, yeah. I was close Have you not completed with uh, it after forty-five hours. No, no, I'm like, no, I I'm probably close. another ten hours, fifteen hours away from beating it. Oh, jeez. I was uh, close with Sun. And, I'm having Sun a blast. Moon. I just, it just takes forever. Sun and Moon was the closest I got to beating one. Well, it's if just... you're really hardcore, you'll get the original cartridge, and then get an N64. Uh, Game Boy game pack, and then put Have... it in Pokemon Stadium. I have that. I have. Oh, yeah, I, have that I could too. stream it. Wait, I could stream it that way because I can plug my N64. Oh, okay, we're doing it. I don't even need the N64. <laughs> Game Boy. Yeah. Now we're Game now Boy we're gonna stream some. Now we're gonna stream yeah. some Pokemon, whether we do this or not. So, so I could stream this game three ways because I have a Super Game Boy that I can use my Super Nintendo to stream with. I oh yeah. Get the N64 with the transfer pack, or I can do my Game Boy player on my GameCube. Uh, well, you, want, you you two up to me that fast. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is this uh this will be a cross uh gaming thing between uh Retro Logic and the Retro Rewind part of Nintendo Dads, right? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I'm not I'm not ready to launch another thing right now. <laughs> I just did a podcast in a store, so maybe maybe next time. 
I'm, I would love to do that. Maybe next time. No, I was just saying because if you guys were going to talk about it or if you were doing streaming of any game that we were talking about doing, it was like, then you could promote it that way. I totally would. I definitely would promote you guys. Dan, you guys just had an episode where it was like briefly brought up. Like it was Pokemon Silver. Was that episode one? Uh, two, I think. Yeah. Well, and Dan was like, yeah, I haven't played that one. And no, I like, never played Gold or Silver. And the conversation ended there, and I was so sad. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is a travesty. <laughs> well, you know what? You'll be happy to know that I, I own a copy of Silver now, and I will play it as soon as I finish Blue next year. <laughs> How about... I, maybe this is a bad suggestion, but I I really liked Heart Gold, Soul Silver, really liked them on the DS. The ones with like the little Pokemon Walker. Oh, yeah. there's Dan. Yep. Remember yeah, that one? Yeah. I, I yeah, remember them. Yep. I had it. Yeah that that was that was like that was like high school, late high school time for me, and like I remember the track kids all had those. Nice. I'll run with them. Pokemon got cool again for just a little bit. Right. Yeah, those two games and, are yeah, very, very high dollar nowadays. Yeah, big time. I know. I'm kind of like maybe I should sell mine because it's. I've I've still got like the original box, so my unfortunately my kids shredded it. <laughs> oh it had yeah. Had sticker on it. It was like, it's like, I think it was like, thirty bucks, brand new, thirty forty bucks, brand new, and now it goes for like well over a hundred for something in that condition. Nice. Crazy. I think yeah, right, right we, around the same I think in that same episode we were talking about silver I was telling Dan I have my original copy of silver in the box like with all the stuff in it still that I've been holding on to and I've been contemplating getting rid of it but every time I do I change my mind. Don't do it. I know this is the hard part about that. Don't <laughs> like, do it. Well, I can't get rid of this. Don't oh, do I just it. don't let things go. It's bad. Now, don't don't sell it just because it's expensive. Sell it if you like need to eat. Well, that yes. yeah. I guess that's <laughs> yeah. why that's where I come down to. I'm like I, I I don't I don't need the money that I would get from it. You know, uh, so I, I'm just gonna hold on to it because it it only go up in value later. Maybe something I can give to my kids one day when they can get rid of it. Right, my philosophy on this 180s <laughs> for literally anything else. I mean, like, get rid of it, sell it. But for games, I can't. I, I just can't. Like, I'm like, no, there's, I just have too much attachment to games. Yeah. Yeah, that, that becomes a problem because you'll be like me and I almost need to, like, buy another house. It's like too many. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, floating out I, of my room. I've learned that with my stuff back here. I was like, I got these two shelves. I was like, okay, everything will fit on there. And I still got a couple boxes full of stuff. I still have, like, G.I. Joe stuff I haven't been able to put out because I don't have any more space. So it's like, <laughs> that's not even video games. It take, I, take in my garage. Yeah. I take trades, guys. If you're, if you're looking to unload, I got a little, <laughs> we got a stock money up to store. store away. So well, that's what I'm afraid of is when your store opens, what I'm going to buy. It's like, it's, it's like it's shared ownership with me and my brothers. We don't even know who it belongs to. So yeah. it's sort of just, yeah, I've got that. We can't sell anything. Right. No, you can't sell yeah, it. Yeah, I've got that with my, my brother as well. Right, right now, guys. I have the N64 set, and he has the Super Nintendo set. 
and it kind of you guys trade back him? and forth. You guys trade him every once in a while, or? So the blue no, window is mine. I can probably oh, okay. play a total his, claim on loan. Wii because gotcha. I bought that with my own money entirely. I still can't remember what I did with mine. I have I have no memory or rec recollection of what I did with my Super Nintendo, and I know it's not it can't be anywhere because it would have <laughs> gone with me. So I'm just like I I do not remember what I did with it. I'm guessing I probably sold it to Funko Land or something like that <laughs> back in the day to get to get some new system that was coming out PS One or something. Yeah, I, I don't know, but. Who knows? So in college, I worked for this person that was, uh, they, they bought and flipped things from like thrift stores. Um, kind of a, uh, it, it was kind of a weird, uh, a weird job, but, um, because I was a fan of video games. So, so she originally just did stuff with, uh, textbooks, mainly we were in a college town. A lot of textbooks would get donated to places and then be able to be flipped for, for uh, a fair dollar, but because nice. I was in the games, I was like, "Hey, this this system here has value. It was donated to this, you know, you go to Goodwill or whatever. You get like a PlayStation for ten bucks, and this is going for way more than that on eBay. And I saw some really cool systems go through my workspace there. I got like uh, I got to." play with a limited edition Game Boy Color with like a Pikachu on the front mm -hmm. and yeah. um, and then this is the first time I'd ever seen the the I don't know what this would be called the SNES 2 like the mini it's like the smaller version of the yeah. SNES yes right. yes yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd never I'd never heard of that or seen that before I had the big box still have the big box one yeah, when my wife and I moved in together. She uh, she brought her Super Nintendo, but then uh, we moved we moved from that apartment to our house, first house, and all of a sudden it, it multiplied. So we had two Super Nintendos somehow. I don't know where the one of them came from. To be honest, uh, <laughs> maybe it's Tim. It yeah, hey, give yeah. it back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I traded I traded because I saw I had the box, and so like it doubled the value just because. Out of the box, right? So I traded, didn't I they, traded uh, one in and turned it into the four extra games. Did Nintendo market the second NES revision as a junior or something like that? I don't remember. I don't know. I had never heard of it before. I thought it was a mini. I don't remember. They called it something. I can't now remember seeing a, them everywhere. Now we have an SNES mini, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, so bringing it back, what are we going to go with for our Retro Rewind game? Are we going <laughs> to go Pokemon or F-Zero? Because those are the two ones I seem to hear a lot of uh, interest like in. Sound like Pokemon? We're leaning towards Pokemon. We're going to do the original. One. Yeah, Gen 1 Pokemon, I think. Sounds great. Red, blue, yellow? So you, could do, you could do red, blue, green, yellow. Is green okay. green's a thing, right? Green's yeah. Japanese you can, only. Crap. You can yeah, get a purple one chip. somehow, or a chartreuse, or an aqua. <laughs> I, are we including? I have uh, them. Fire red, leaf green. I was oh, going to ask yeah, that too. Yeah. Are, are you going to include those? That, you I can't play those anywhere but on GBA, though. So, are we you? No, not even. Are we Wii U. including Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu? No. I got another one somewhere. Get <laughs> out of here with your crap. 
<laughs> I don't have those, so I don't know. This is retro rewind. <laughs> is it right, two year rewind? rewind. Is, that, is that not kosher anymore? What's that? If it's is it emulated rewind because that's all I got. The, that's, that's fine. fine. That's yeah. fine. We won't yeah, hold it you. Yeah. So all right, we'll I, go with. I, uh, I, I feel like fire red, leaf green should still maybe count. They're 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 pretty retro. Yes, if you I have them, original, yeah. But I will include those. I will say much. that works. Yep. But it's easier to obtain the other one for some reason. Yeah. Well, I still have yellow on my 3DS, so I could just jump into that. Thankfully. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you have a 3DS or a 2DS, you can still get them for $10. So that's probably the easiest way to get hold of them if you still have your 3DS or 2DS. And if, I think like, I'll be honest, actually... First, my first Pokemon game was Go. Yeah. And like then I, said, I got I into a... the Switch games with my kids. My my son beat uh, Let's Go Pikachu, and he's buying the expansion for uh, Sword and Shield. Nice. You're in for an experience. I I so want to play them. I just know I'm not going to, unfortunately. <laughs> I always think it's surprising to me. I'm not as in, I am not more into Pokemon, just because I was six years old when it hit the U.S. and it was like going to first grade this is what all the kids talked about this was this was like the first shared pop cultural experience of my childhood and to me pokemon's just like yeah yeah it's it's okay i think i was <laughs> uh, i don't know if i'm too old but i was uh i was going to college and so i had an n64 and my cousin borrowed it and they ended up for my cousin's children actually they ended up borrowing it for about six years and uh, it came back to us. They just said, "Well, they've outgrown this N64. He's got an Xbox now, and he he'll, he'll give it back to you." And he 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 brought it back with more games. So one of them was Pokemon Snap. And I said, "Well, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ever gonna play this, but sure." I I didn't really really need it back. I guess now I'm glad I'm glad that he, he did because I kept it. But nice. uh, like he he's in his early twenties, and that's like when. So when he was, uh, I guess, 10, 11, that's when I thought Pokemon was really hitting it. And it, I was too old, I guess. I don't know. Never really got into it. And the only reason why I got into it was because of my oldest uh, kid who was into it. And I always bought the opposite one because at the time he was the only child. <laughs> so, uh, or because uh, when he was 10, that's when we had our daughter. So my wife and I, so... There's a 10-year gap, but for 10 years, you know, six of those years, he's my stepson, so uh, six of those years is what I came into his life, and that's when I started buying the opposite version of what he would buy, because that was, I was pretty much the only person that would play the game with him, because um, he was an introvert, too, so <laughs> he would go out and find other kids to play with who had Pokemon. So, but that's why I got, that's when I started playing and I was older too, but then started playing those. I think I started in, uh, I think it was, uh, silver and gold is when I started playing with him on those games. So, no, when so we yeah, started, cool. when we started the lockdown from the pandemic, the only way to get my kids outside was Pokemon Go, Jibs. Oh yeah. Yeah. I super grew up uh, with you it. Mentioned I mean, it was, it was baked into my DNA from the age of, 11 just was 
all my friends were playing it. We were all watching the TV show. It was like Pokemon was life for like a good four years. I believe you know? it. That's so the first year that it came out, you couldn't get away from it. Like it was everywhere on everything. Yeah. Right. You had Pokemon toothbrush, Pokemon everything. Right. <laughs> I ate it all up. Long after I'd lost interest in you know the show and the toys and the things. Tim, did I you did... guys already do uh, Super Castlevania Four? That was uh, one when we returned back okay. to Retro Rewind. It was one that actually went... I think Marty and Gary were working on uh, Super uh, Castlevania 4. I remember Gary. I remember and transitioning it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, I and tried then, to play alongside Marty and just wasn't happening. Yeah, no, he, he was just tearing... Yeah, he was tearing that game up. But that's when we brought Retro Rewind back. That's when he they were playing that one game oh, and trying to finish that, that off. Yep. So that was you, like the the you comeback. Mentioned, uh, you mentioned Pokemon Snap. We should definitely do that as the retro rewind when the new one comes out. That would be cool if they. Well, that was a super. That was an N sixty four game, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah how, how, how are you going to go on sixty four? How are you going to go on? It's also on WiiWare. It's also on WiiWare. And. So you should be able to get it on Wii U. But I don't yeah, know. it's on Wii U. It's also hopefully it comes. Hopefully it comes to Switch. That would be cool. That would be cool if they do something like a. That would be interesting. I want to see how they do that. That would be cool, though. Definitely. Very cool. I mean, that's a that's a that's a quick game. I went back and played it when they announced the new Pokemon Snap. I was, I I busted that out and showed my kiddo and my wife that game. Well, why don't we say this? Why don't we say this? Because I'll I'll put it out there that if uh, we'll do this as the Retro Rewind game, as the first generation Game Boy games, uh, you can play those. If you have access to Snap, would love it if you could share that, you know, and, you know, share it in Retro Rewind. Um, Share some pictures if you do have it and you want to play it and share that. We'll, We'll throw that in the mix, too. But, you know, it... Go ahead, because I would love to see that. Never know when Pe- Pokemon uh, Snap will come out either. We can always revisit it again, but we can throw that in there now. We can always revisit it again yeah. later. It would be hard to do as like a mass thing because it's very yeah. inaccessible at this point. Right. So, it's, but yeah. I, I'll if mention it. If it gets it. onto the Switch, though, it'd be super cool because we could all share our pictures. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> that, and I imagine that. I would imagine Drew and John will have something in regards to what, when that Pokemon Snap comes out. Maybe they'll come out with a mayhem for that. <laughs> for the new one. Best picture. <laughs> You're right. I mean, you do get points for the pictures, right? So. Yeah, you do. You so, got have some that, kind of game in there with it. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Uh, that gets people, you know, Nintendo needs to, you know, hook us up, you know, because that'll get people to buy that game. For sure, that maybe we're on the fence. Like I don't know about Pokemon Snap. Oh, there's a monthly mayhem. I have to go buy it now. It's it's surprisingly playable. I mean, there's some games you go back to that are just rough, but Pokemon Snap holds up. Just the concept was so simple, you know. There's yeah. Not much to it. Oh, I mean, just the fact that you're on rails, it kind of yeah, it, it makes it easier to hold up. It's gonna be very it's, cool to see what really they do. There's not really been a game like that since. It's like a like a photography game. Fatal frame. I was gonna say that same thing. (laughs) 
That's going to come Not out the, the same, same year. kind of game, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're going to get a surprise Fatal Frame sequel when that, that, that same year. What was the other one where you had a camera that was like a big deal? Oh, Beyond Good and Evil, but that's not. That's not coming to Switch. <laughs> well, maybe it is. I don't know. You never I mean, know what you Ubisoft can play is. Mario Odyssey like it's a photography game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, some people do that, don't yeah. they? I had fun with it a few times. It was fun doing some shots. Or, that. or Breath of the Wild. You use the oh, Shiba yeah, yeah. to take pictures everywhere. I really like Breath of the Wild's camera system. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's like almost like Pokemon Snap just became everything. Everything has cameras now. It just took a little while to get there. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, all we right, all cool. have cameras that we carry with us everywhere. So yeah, real life is just Pokemon Snap. Well, and that with the Go, <laughs> they did add the camera stuff too, right? The AR aspects of it. Yep. How so. many points do I get for the picture of the white squirrel in my backyard? <laughs> a billion points. Yes. White squirrels. The albino squirrels? Depends. Are there other <laughs> squirrels in the picture? That gives you bonus points. Yes. Yeah, they have to be no, in a group. Not in this one. Yeah. <laughs> they have to be doing certain poses. <laughs> I remember all the things pose. that Professor Oak did. He would give you points if they're facing the camera. If they're posing. Yep. That's a fun you gotta game. Pose. Yeah, I'll try throwing apples at him. Yeah. Throw a little smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah, the smoke bomb was the one I remember just pestering all of them. That's hilarious. Yeah, I remember submitting pictures of Pokemon that just looked completely knocked out. And Professor Oak was like, wow. Because <laughs> they put his Great voice job. actor in. Welcome back. Yeah. Great job. He's facing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good time. Oh. So the original Pokemon. Yes, that will be it. our. It's good timing, actually, too, because we're going Can October the... to November. Yeah. And that's when usually Pokemon games are that usually come out when we get new ones. So Proof. it's good timing. So you already good. got your new Pokemon game this get year. Get the full experience. To get the full experience, you also have to watch the anime while you play. Oh, jeez. Well, we just talked the about that. Can you can't, even watch I can't play games <laughs> and oh, watch stuff a, at the same time. <laughs> Are those on Netflix? Is it on Netflix, too? Yeah. Well, there is. Oh, well, it's one of the, anime. Yeah, it's one of the seasons. It's on YouTube. It's everywhere. If I can understand if you played this uh, game before, you could probably do it. If you played the game before and you watched the series before, then I can understand you could do both at the same time. But I've done yeah, neither. No way. I there's can't do a this. lot of Get just of walking. No, there's a lot of just walking in that game. So, yeah, you can. Okay. Do it. Okay. Also, you have to do a lot of grinding to like be good. So. All right. You should do something else while playing Pokemon. <laughs> I can I can play that while I'm working. Is that what it is? I can just yes. Know. Don't don't do that, Tim. <laughs> no. Yes. No. No. Don't do that. Okay. I did have a coworker that had his phone set up on a little swinging device. He played Pokemon Go at work. Okay. Like for hatching eggs or what? Yep. Yeah. He's just swinging his device around. <laughs> so like, oh. it like a little. It was like a little pendulum. It was like, like a pendulum. little pendulum that just went by. by by itself designed for a phone it is weird but 
He had a black nice. man. I know my oh, office man. is right next to the University of Guelph here in Ontario, and uh, so a couple of people who work in my building will go. They'll eat lunch at the desk, and then they do it like a trip to campus because every other building on campus is a, is a post stop. And you could spend an hour and a half just walking around. That's cool. Yeah, some of those places are they're so dense with things that you can like yeah. just hit stops and just little bits. Got relatives that work at Disney, same kind of deal. With Disney. Oh yeah. Oh, but there's oh, tons of them there. If they had a 3DS with Street Pass at Disney, man, they must have got thousands of hits there. <laughs> yeah. So this is random offshoot reminded me that there was a point where they had uh at disneyland um i did this as a kid if you went to the treasure island zone and you brought your ds there was like an interactive adventure you could do with your ds oh wow so we all had our ds lights and you'd like find tri they were like little trivia things and 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 stuff like that the ds was so cool like it just had that kind yeah. of like these built-in things that i mean the switch could do this stuff too but doesn't have a camera less portable i was gonna ask if the switch would ever if they would ever do anything like street pass on switch they should i love yeah it was a lot of fun i missed that that was fun that was a lot of fun At that's another point, episode probably as much as <laughs> as much as everybody wants additional things to the switch like interface i don't think we're getting any yeah but it was nice to see that. When we don't use the stuff that's there, I don't think we can ask for more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, everyone always says, where's the folders? Yeah, Mario's not getting you know, folders, so that's the thing. Like, I don't think you guys are getting any of that stuff. I think it's just going to be the way it is until we get the next iteration. They they did do an iteration. They did do, a, uh, they did do an operating system update on the 3DS at some point, like three, four years down the line. They did a major <laughs> overhaul. They did that for so, the Wii U also. Yeah. So it is possible. They've done it before. I guess it just depends on the need of it. Right? So, but it, yeah. I mean, even going to the 3DS, looking at that when I've dived and in, dove into the store, it was still pretty snappy. And that was on the 3DS. Yeah. So I'm just I like surprised uh, still at, at what's going on with the. Well, I, th I think that what we have really fits with the uh, mission statement that Nintendo set off with, with the Switch. You know, everyone else was saying, hey, we we're going to give you these devices that are multimedia devices. And Nintendo said, hey, we're going to this is going to play games. And that's right. what you're going to get. They were still right like to front, organize my games. <laughs> I still like to organize my games a little bit there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Be nice. Maybe even take a screenshot of uh, and put it in the background of one of my favorite games, you know? That's what I like about black the or white. 3DS. Yep. Well, at least yeah, my favorite color is black, black so that helps. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ugh. But I was thinking that, too, yeah, actually. No, when I, I, was... I, I asked the question on the show, I think might not have been this last one, but the one before on, like, the invite system, which is there on the Switch and just isn't utilized by anything. So, like, there, there's all these things on there. There was another feature that I was like, this exists, but no games use it. It's kind of like HD Rumble. I think we were talking about that in one of the uh, Discord channels, yeah. right? The That feature, 
which game was it? Um, oh, I can't remember the name, but they also did. They were one of the first ones to do the cross save between your comp the computer version and the oh, Switch version. Divinity, Divinity. Divinity. Yeah. But they they also had the uh, the invite. They were using the invite system that nobody else was even not not even Nintendo. Yeah. They they did the invite system first and the cross save between Steam yes. and Switch first. I think. And yeah, it's 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 amazing to me that not Nintendo did it first. Right. Because Nintendo put that stuff in there. It's not like they changed the switches. Like they hacked like it. Operating system because <laughs> it's using the Switch friend invite list. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I don't. I don't get it my either. Mind. Wasn't Dauntless doing that around the same time? Might have. Wouldn't been. surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. I think Dauntless was and pretty, then, like, like around that time. And, and then, of course, like, Fortnite, Fortnite with the chat. Has probably one of the best voice chats on the system. Right. Yeah, when I play with, when I play app. Fortnite with my kids, that's <laughs> we use that all the time. The Fortnite chat. And that's the only one where I, we don't so, have to break out our phones. <laughs> another random bit. So to, I played Fortnite earlier today um, with my with my kiddo and and a good buddy of ours. In the new Halloween mode, if you're on a team, uh, one and someone dies, you become a ghost. And the person that gets, if you become a ghost, your voice gets distorted. Like you sound <laughs> like a like one of those like creepy possessed recordings awesome when talking and so you can tell if someone has died on your team because they start sounding like <laughs> possessed because they're no longer on your team they're trying to get you yeah <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of a fun little feature it felt very nintendo-esque that's cool kind of reminded me of the like ds days where you like got the mic and you're blowing into the mic to get oh, things yeah. to move and stuff like, yeah that's cool. I like when companies do little, little, little pieces like that. You know, icing on the cake. That's good. Cool. That's good to know. I, I've, I mean, from Marty's perspective, he's like done with the Halloween stuff on Fortnite. He just wants to get back to Marvel. So that's the only kind of, <laughs> that's the only kind of view I got from that. I haven't jumped back into it lately either. But my kids were just asking me today, "Hey, can we play Fortnite this weekend?" So I'm imagining because they want to try the Halloween stuff too. So, yeah, I, I think the actual the the, the uh, ghost stuff they add is actually easier for kids than playing like the regular because they can kind of they could keep playing. It's like four buttons. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's four buttons to jump around, uh, attack, and like go through stuff. Like that's it. Well, it's so kind of like the the new hotness, the Among Us game, right? That my kids have been into. I don't know if your kids have been into it or anybody else heard of it, but Among Us on the mobile side it's, my kids I have, have I have I'm enjoying that game it's fun oh yeah it is I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it or played it but it's basically you just jump into a ship with nine other people and you're on a team and either you're the imposter or you're not and the goal is to outwit the other team essentially right so and I'm not waiting for it to come to switch yeah I know right oh that would be so great on switch yeah I think yeah. it should totally be on the Switch. I, I think the yeah. I think that would be something that all of us would jump into. But it, it well, depends right now it's too. Just on mobile and PC, right? 
I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. We were. I was playing oh, with a bunch of people earlier. It was, it's a little block fun. Yeah, just really easy to jump into yeah, and just with play. Like a, yeah, yeah, especially with like a Discord chat. Like we got friends from college that all get together and do games every once in a while. So we use the yeah, voice only, chat the, instead of the in-game chat. The only problem with the voice chat when you're playing is that someone is who's uh, who's not an imposter gets killed, and you hear their through their audio them getting killed. And yeah. then all of a sudden, like, oh, we only know what it was because you're going to hear yeah. Yeah. Help. Yep. So everyone's like, oh, you got to mute your voice chat during the game and then only uh, unmute when you're having your, your voting. Yeah. Wear headphones. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> Problem. Right? <laughs> You've never been interesting before? It's been interesting playing with my kids, too, because it's like we'll be playing, and if one of them is the imposter... It's I can tell when they're lying because you know I'm the dad. I can tell when they're lying, right? So <laughs> it's like I'll be like, "You're the killer, aren't you?" And they're like, "What? What are you talking about? You're sus, you know? <laughs> I'm not sus. You're sus." <laughs> it's like, "What are you talking about?" So yeah, yeah, it's it's very funny. I've only been the imposter a couple of times, but each time I've tried to kill someone, there's like someone right behind me. And I'm yeah. Like, oh, well, all right. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. Yep. That's where you got it. So my 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 funnest moment in that game, my best friend walks into the room and watches me kill someone. And <laughs> yes. I hit the excuse button and was like, it was him. He I watched him do it. <laughs> Just completely <laughs> turned it. Right. No. Did we were work? playing around earlier where somebody killed somebody, walked around for about 10 minutes, walked back, reported the dead body that they killed. And no one ever was like, oh, well, it could have been them. They they reported it. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I think uh, there's a little bit going on here now. That's the other nice thing uh, about I'll playing with my kids, out. too. They'll yell out who killed them if they got killed, or I will, and be like, oh, it was Red that killed me, and then tell them, and then they go into the you know voting area and say, it was Red. And then they'll they'll say, well, what's your, what's your, um, your you know, what's your proof? And they'll be like, uh, I'm playing with my dad, and he just said it was Red that killed him. <laughs> you know, <so. laughs> and then they all vote Red off, so it's like, that's a win. <laughs> so, we were playing with a guy, and he just started accusing everyone else. And they're like, well, something's going on here. I think uh, Purple thinks he's accused 10 people already. Right. It might be Purple, yeah. Yeah. It's funny how some people uh, we just give it fun. away. It if, if so, it sounded like uh, John. You said you hadn't played this one. I haven't played it yet. No. Have you played? Uh, it, it's basically like there's there's tons of board game card games that are this game essentially, like like Werewolf. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Avalon. Isn't there a Jackbox game that's similar to this? Well, oh, yeah, didn't this game that, come that out like? Game, three years ago and it's just now gaining popularity yep it's crazy can you imagine being these de the developers <laughs> like you released your <laughs> why game are their games like two years <laughs> two years later you suddenly are making just buco bucks off of a game you made they did announce they are making among us two so if among us one doesn't come out for the switch <laughs> then two is probably coming out for the switch <clears throat> 
And that's probably something they've already been working on before this blew up, right? So. Oh no, they totally started working on something else, thinking, "Man, this game's a dump." Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone starts buying it. Crap! We need to go back to it. Hurry, drop what yeah, we're doing. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's just the the classic. There's a couple bad guys, and you don't know who the bad guys are, and you gotta deduce, and the bad guys gotta bluff their way out. Yeah. Well, my son's probably come to me with about 12 or 15 iOS games, and they're all the same, really. And then he said, well, this one, I only stabbed people in the back, and I thought, oh, you're 10. I don't know how really much I like doing that. Uh, but then I played a couple rounds with him because he really wanted to have it, so he wanted to convince us. This is and, then I, and then, yeah, no, I got, I got hooked on myself. Yep. It's, it's definitely addictive. But definitely will be, I think, a blast to play if they do bring it out on the Switch. and Or what if the Switch brings it out and they're like, it's an online exclusive thing where you get it. Well, you can't play online. it offline, so that's fine with me. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I mean, like, just free, you know, for everybody who pays for it. Uh, it's Nintendo the opposite online. of uh, Fire Emblem. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask, uh, has any of you guys, Tim saying, uh, Among Us 2 coming to Switch reminded me. Have any of you guys played Spelunky? I have it yeah, on my uh, one, Vita. Yes. Not I have it on my Vita. So the, the second one, the second one is out. I really want it, but I want it on the Switch, so I don't want to get it. Because I, I, I don't know, I just feel like it makes sense to be on the Switch, yeah. so I think it's gonna come that was my guess for the last uh indie showcase i was i was thinking oh yeah they're gonna announce splunky or splunky 2 for the switch but it didn't it didn't happen usually when i'm in that position i eventually cave that's what happened with bug (laughs) fables i found out about it i knew there was a switch version announced but it didn't have a date so i'm like i waited like three weeks and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna buy it that, yeah. that game did yeah. take a long time to come out after it was announced for Switch. Yes. And now I think they're going to do a physical version, right? I think so. It wouldn't surprise me. I think Limited Run announced yeah. a physical version of Bug Fable. So now I've been holding off on a digital version. <laughs> waiting for the physical one. Yeah. I, That's, I, always get I don't that have the patience for this stuff. I, I really think if they want to, you know, move these games onto Switch, they need to do a simultaneous release. But I don't know how yeah. many people are like me. Because I, I don't care enough where it's to the point where I'm willing to wait three months to get it on Switch or $5 more when on Steam it's been discounted 20%. Right. Like, no. Well, it makes sense because I mean, you said you play a lot at home, anyways. Now it's not like you're on the go right now, so you're it's that makes sense for somebody is who is on the go and wants to play it on the Switch, or the ability to move around their house right now because it's not really like we're going anywhere right now. But to be able to move around, I understand because that's where I'm at. It's like there's certain I play more on my Switch, even though I'm in the house and I could sit here in front of my you know on my desk or in front of the TV. I still play more on my Switch. Just because I can move it around easier. Well, I just wonder how many people are like me, though, where if it if there was no 
delay, if there was no change in price, I would get it on Switch. You know, I would yeah. prefer to have it on Switch, just not to the extent where I'm going to wait and pay more. Yes. Yeah, Game I'm Pass sure there's a lot of people like that too. too. Yes. It's like, well, yes. I could wait and play this I on think... Switch, but it's it's on Game Pass right now, and I've already paid for that, so. Yep. Yeah, I think I think most people would probably prefer it on the Switch just because of the hybrid system. But yeah, the the Game Pass is a big factor. Like if you got it free somewhere else. Well, and I wonder if, if the it, hybrid if, thing. If it re... <clears throat> Go ahead. I was gonna say if it released simultaneously with Steam and Switch, and even if it's a little more expensive on Switch, I'll probably get it on Switch just because of that convenience. And the, the hybrid thing that you mentioned yeah. too, I wonder how much of a, with the Game Pass and the xCloud thing being a part of that now, how much that's going to start inching into that, you know, where if I have my phone and I'm carrying that controller around with me, depending on which controller you're using, and I can play in the cloud the game that's free on, X game, on uh, game Pass as opposed to my Switch, then, you know, I wonder what's going to start taking over at some point. I know xCloud isn't that big yet. It's still in beta, but, you know, I just, it's knocking at the door, I think. Well, I still don't know how, like, I don't know. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I've never really, I'm not really that keen on just carrying a controller around with me everywhere I go. Like, I think that it's not going to be as, as successful as uh, handhelds have been in the past that are made to be carried around. Yeah. There's no controllers that are made today that are made to be carried around. People have been saying that there's no room for handheld systems. Phones will replace them entirely since the DS. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, in the the way they're advertising xCloud, um, I seen one the other the other day where they were saying somebody on Twitter posted something about you know, sure is nice to be able to play such and such game on on the go and it showed somebody laying down with a cell phone attached to a controller and I was like well I can play that game on the Switch a year ago and it was mobile <laughs> right yes like it was a game that was whatever on Nintendo Switch. does whatever whatever <laughs> like if they put Zelda on something you're gonna sell 20 million units of it right so, right, they it's could, an Nintendo they could, thing too. They could so, shit definitely. out another Wii U, and they're going to be just fine because they have Zelda and Mario and right Pokemon. So, like you know, know, the Wii U had three Zeldas I, and didn't sell twenty million. Yeah, and that, and oh, also oh, to yeah, the X, whatever. That's enough. The Wii the U had Xbox games. Mario. The Xbox games aren't as as um, uh the side of the casual player as Nintendo games are because like you said there's the brand identity that a lot of people a lot of casual gamers will have and I know we try to get away from those those labels but it's easier to talk about that way so but you know the people who want to play games that aren't into the things that maybe Xbox is selling will be that's who those people will buy Nintendo for as opposed a to lot Xbox I mean, yeah. The the Wii U was awful, and it sold 14 million. So, right. and it had no original Zelda game. So like, mm -hmm. the it's Wii U just was fantastic. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I like a lot of things about the Wii U, but it's not fantastic. Oh man, the Wii U is so good. It was just it was underappreciated, man. When the Wii U is retro, John, when the Wii U is retro, you and I will talk about it. <laughs> that might be a little while. Yes. Well, no, they don't sell it anymore. No. So you no, said they're they retro last retro. week. It's maybe yeah, not. So it's retro, according to Dan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it is. Now that's right. We can talk about yeah. it. And also, Dan just <laughs> solved the uh, problem that the Virtual Boy had. It, it didn't have an original Zelda game, so I didn't sell. Oh. Good. Yes. There you go. Should have been that marketing for them, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. See, so. So, so households with multiple switches right now have essentially what the Wii you had, just with more, you know, uh, uh, gamepads. And now all you need to have is a little home hub. You put your one game in, everyone, everyone with a switch in the house can play the same game. That's switch good idea. Hub. The switch hub. That's like cool. a, like, basically like a like a stream box. Right. Yeah. Or just make that download play. Yes. Yeah, download play worked fine. I don't that's know why we get rid of it. Sorted in on a regular yeah, basis. Right. That was fun. It was fun yep. to use. Download play is amazing. Most first-party Nintendo wow. had it. But they are starting to bring something similar back with the 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 second player dem, uh, demo version, I guess, if you will. You could download the demo, which has the ability to like link up to the purchased version of the game if someone purchased the game so yeah, like clubhouse. Starting... clubhouse games yeah yeah so also the very unpopular yeah. final fantasy uh crystal, crystal chronicles. chronicles yeah <laughs> that one's not doing so great That's hey guys i gotta duck out it's it's midnight and and i'm done so i thought you didn't sleep <laughs> he's gonna turn into a yeah. pumpkin yeah. <laughs> Only on Monday. Let's just stay up till one o'clock these days. I finished. The store's ready to go. It's just it's just gonna launch on Monday, so nice. I'm done with all my hard work until people start buying stuff. Well, Dan, before you go, let me do this. Before you go, let me do the because you don't get to get you don't get to do this part that this part very much. But I'll do the sign off with a toast. Doesn't mean I'm ending this. We still can stick around and talk. Who, but Dan can go. But let me do the sign off with a toast. So if you got a drink nearby, everybody grab your drink. This is what I usually do to end the show. But I'm just going to sign off so Dan can go. And then we'll, you know, everybody sticking around can still talk. And especially since Scott joined us, he can see this too. <laughs> but I'll sign off with a toast. <laughs> I didn't mean cookie. literally toast. Oh, it's cookie. It's what I have. So. Oh, I thought it was toast too. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't mean literally toast. Come on. Yeah, Dan just broke the internet again with another toast toast. All right. Oh, I got to put your that glass. on Reddit. Quick. May your gaming time be plentiful and fun. Your backlog's short, and you and your families are blessed. And good night to everybody who's going to bed, and those who are staying will keep on chatting. Good night. <laughs> good night, guys. <laughs>